Under my tutelage, you will grow from boys into men, from men into gladiators, and from gladiators into Swansons. It's time for the podcast you never asked for. Gimme, 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 I need, I Uh, need. Or knew you wanted. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. And until we have a name, this intro will have to do, here's Wayne, Aaron, and Mitch. Do you really have to chew into the microphone? You can hear yourself. <laughs> I just want to see how it Are we going to address the whole why the audio sucked on number one? Or are we just going to be like, oh, oh, it's better? Or nothing? Yes. We'll talk about it. I guess. I don't know. I'm not a proud man. I can I can you admit. You can't be a proud man and be oh. on radio or have a podcast. It's no. true. Wayne embraces his mistakes and loves it when you bring him up publicly. I feel like you were being facetious in that statement. Oh, was that my sarcastic voice, which sounds the same as my normal voice? <laughs> we, we still have to ask. Mm. It's ever, every time. Hey, welcome. This is episode number two. Of uh, whatever we're going to call this podcast, you you may notice that we're in higher fidelity today, and that is uh, due to some studio magic that happens when you are on episode number two that you weren't using on episode number one, and that's actually uh, using the correct buttons to turn the microphones on during the recording. Who knew? Who knew (laughs) that these high-dollar microphones... Made things sound better. I was a poorly paid professional engineer for how many years? And now I'm starting to think that maybe I got paid what I was worth. But anyway, hey, welcome. Wayne Barahona here alongside Aaron Lons and Mitch Geese for episode number two. We're back. I don't know if you asked for it or not, but we're still here nonetheless. Not even a week. Yeah. Not even a week and we've got episode number two. Wayne was absolutely chomping at the bit. What, what was that, Sunday night? So, uh, yeah. tomorrow morning, first thing for you guys? <laughs> we yeah, had a few hard. people listen to it, so we got to get on this. When you make a mistake like what I made, you you, you really, really want to go ahead and correct that. And you just want to... It's like when you're a, a football player and you're just... Or more of a baseball player and you make a bad play in the field. You really want to get up to bat and just try and erase everyone's memory that it happened and so that's that's why so of course i picked the nicest day that we've seen in the year 2020 it's like 75 degrees outside yet here we are in the bunker and it's uh, got a nice view of the casey's gas pump though and you can actually hear you can hear the other rumble, people having fun the outside. rumbling of the motorcycles <laughs> uh, i'm sure if we had the door open you could smell the grilling that's happening right now and that's why we will it might be the shortest podcast we've ever recorded yeah aaron 15 aaron, minutes aaron, aaron has and made, i gotta run aaron has made several comments he's like well you know i just this is just gonna be an hour that i'll be home or or less i said i i don't see it going less oh i do <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I guess I could. It's not like I'm important to the process. There's no buttons for me to push. I could. Well, even if be there were, whatever. I mean, obviously it shows that there's great buttons to push. And I skipped out on you back on radio a couple times. Just you like, did. dude, I got to, I got to run. I'm sorry. Yep. And then you did the NASCAR trivia. That's gone now. You did the NASCAR trivia yeah, without I, me. And 
Those were the good and, old days, weren't they? Yeah. NASCAR trivia. NASCAR pretended no, pretended like you were there, days. and because that was it, that was the time where I was awake enough that I didn't need a co-host. Because mm-hmm. we had a, a a wonderful dynamic where I was just like a crab ass oh, the whole six crab, o'clock hours. Yeah. Yep, crabby, and then, crabby. And then you, but you of course just wake up instantly happy. Mm-hmm. God bless you. I mean, that's just ready to go. That is uh, but something I w- that I have not ever, ever, ever been able to find. People ask me what's changed since you left the morning show, which is nearly one year ago. My bedtime. I used right. to, you put the kids to bed at quarter to nine, and then I would go to bed. Now, it's like 1130. It's neat. Who knew Who knew you could have so much time to waste on Facebook? Well, and that's, right? that's a rabbit hole. That, and oh, Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Why don't you move that mic up a little Do bit? Do I need a little bit of... Because you're talking over the top, and the P's and the B's oh, no. are really popping. All right, there we go. Yeah, Yeah, that's better. Maybe we'll edit that out. That's fine. Although that, we still we right. still sound better than what we did the oh, first episode. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Are you like the, just the just the, the fidelity yes. that we have right now? Yes. Yeah, we didn't sound bad, but we're going to sound that much better. Mm-hmm. We need all the help we can get. Now, Aaron, uh, you know, I had to listen back to the whole thing because I cut it and edited it. Um, but Aaron hasn't even listened to it. Nope. And even like a couple days, minutes? a couple days later, he's like, "So yeah, what did we even talk about? Like on that." Third segment. Yeah, because people are like, well, you guys really piled on Mitch. And I was like, Wait, yeah. what what did what did we even talk about? I don't remember any of it. I even brought that up in the third segment, actually. <laughs> you did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I did hear some feedback that uh, it was reminiscent, actually, now that I think about it, of um, when you and I first started. You be nice oh, to that yeah. Alon's boy. Some now now we're saying you be nice to that geese you be nice boy. To that Mitch Geese what? boy. <laughs> and people thought that you were just unnecessarily taking shots that you didn't need to take. Well, I, I felt so too. But oh. I'm not one to express <laughs> anger publicly, so I didn't uh what the hell you I, say. <laughs> I, I didn't want to get into it on air. Or oh anything. sure, good. So Wait, 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 was that sarcasm? I, I feel like we need to like hit a button when sarcasm happens so we can alert the listener. Oh, he's joking about this one. That's fine. And maybe we need to add background music to his sarcasm. Maybe, yeah. Is there a sarcasm music bed that would be appropriate hmm. for that particular <laughs> uh, situation? But another thing that I'm happy about is the fact that we are doing this on... What someone on Facebook deemed a holiday today. National Beer Day. National Beer Day. And I don't know. Of course, now they've every like trade group has assigned themselves a day for everything. But um, National Beer Day is something I can get behind. And we're all repping somewhat local, not Aaron, because he's That's weird. That's not too far. It's Minnesota, it's, isn't it? No, it's Chicago, I think. Goose Island. Really? Yeah, and it's owned by InBev. So oh, it's, it's so really Belgium. Is, oh, you're, oh you're Belgium, Germany, Belgium. Belgium. Yeah, yeah. Back, back towards the homeland. Yeah, right. That's good. Right next door to the homeland. Yes. So, so it just to uh, to give a shout out. I am drinking a pseudo Sioux uh, pale ale. It's the dinosaur beer. If you see it mm-hmm. in the stores, uh, made by the Goliath Brewing Company. Toppling Goliath. Toppling Goliath. Excuse me. Thank you. Um, I, I'm it's in- one of my favorites of, of all time. 
I'm enjoying a, an ice cold Grain Belt Premium. Big friendly. Big, the, big yeah, it's the friendly. 16 ounce variety, which is known as the Big Friendly, mm-hmm. which I feel like could maybe be my radio nickname. It could. The yeah, Big Friendly. I don't know that I would make you <laughs> say that you're that friendly. I'm friendlier than I look. Um, <laughs> no, no, you come off. You know, on a day when I should be enjoying a baseball game, uh, Grain Belt tastes pretty darn good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And we had, you know, we would go on our yearly pilgrimage to Minneapolis to catch the Minnesota Twins opener. We've done that, what, four or five years now, probably? Mm-hmm. Or at least this would have been our fourth or fifth year. And it's just, it's such a wonderful kickoff to spring. It is. And I feel like we're cheated out of it. And if anybody's interested what I'm drinking, which nobody is because it's a joke of a beer, I drink it only because it was recommended for my weight loss plan. That lasted roughly three weeks? No, 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 no. Well over a month. I'm still kind of on it. It's just the, the uh, what are we in now? Oh, yes. The coronavirus, self, whatever. You can't I, have fun saying I, we're in. I'm curious why the crappy beer is the last thing to go. <laughs> I thought the because you tried that that Noom app, right? I did the Noom app. Yep, and, right before and, they were going to charge me, and that my, was that was the deal that they show you, like, oh, drink your beer, you yep, drink you, your beer, you do yeah. do what you want. Yeah. So I did. I, I was a firefighter so for I, fifteen yeah, years. Yeah, see, I've seen that app okay. too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I I yeah. went uh, to I went to the the liquor store and I said I'm looking for something different and not a lot of carbs, and they pointed that out, and then come to find out I'm the only one in. The only one that buys this type of beer. So now I feel obligated. They brought it in for me. They continue to bring it in. So it's like, I gotta go. I stick with it. Just support (laughs) local business. I don't want to disappoint the liquor store guy. For a a point of clarification, it wasn't a liquor store guy. Oh, it was a a liquor store gal. (laughs) It was a liquor store gal. Who was probably who who knew what tones to put on to say make Aaron go oh okay that looks good sure nah no this was a lot of thought went into this a lot of study <laughs> mm-hmm. looks like a sucker over here so, right, what yeah. haven't we moved this month <laughs> right what's old and he's not actually gonna read the label well so I drank their first really musty collection of it and they've brought it in because they feel bad and i keep drinking it because i feel it's, bad it's a low-cal beer so mm-hmm. even it being musty would give it flavor so maybe that's probably okay for you it is it's different and i'm not an ipa guy and that's what this but is. this is not that's not an it's IPA. a hint it's a hint of ipa it's 89 calories man it's I mean, a, not it's a low. Like, that's like we have in the way that Fireball is whiskey. It's not actually. <laughs> I like that. No, no, you're doesn't right. count. I'll let you go. That's fine. <laughs> well, what the benevolence? What, what, where, I think what? you're really comparing apples and oranges on that. Fireball is. Isn't it funny how everybody they don't call things? Oh, that tastes like cinnamon. Everybody's like, yeah. oh, that tasted like Fireball. Uh, no, so the, the non-alcoholics call it cinnamon, <laughs> cinnamon. Becky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of the memes that I saw. But uh, we are on uh, episode two. We did, or we are, I suppose, actively engaging you, our friends, to try and come up with a name for what it is we're doing here. And so far, we've got like a good dozen suggestions. 
None of them are really good. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, that W-A-M, that's really clever. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't think anybody no, You're just going to go ahead and, and, and throw them under the bus? And no, I'm just going to say I'm not a fan of it. Get a crap on the majority of our fans is kind of what you're No, I want to I wanna refocus the majority of our fans. Look, swing and a miss, strike one. All, All right. right. Now, come again. You got another pitch, another time. So my my brother, who's a teacher, who is currently obviously not teaching, driving mm-hmm. tractor all day, he finally listened to our podcast today, mm-hmm. and uh, his suggestion was the Wayne and Aaron experience featuring well actually. <laughs> That's brother love there. Is either that or I, mean, I, was, I was thinking you were and and you you thought my suggestion of like a five syllable name? Oh, well, it's too much. That's too much. <laughs> Uh, I, I, my, I suggested the idiot pontificate because that's, you know, it's it's like what we do. And it'd be like the IP podcast, right? You just, you make it real short. Well, I don't feel like I'm an idiot. I struggle um, with that word. That's what gets me. Well, you, I struggle you, you with feel the word like idiot. That, I, don't, I, mean, I didn't even. I mean, I know that I am. I just don't want to acknowledge it publicly right. in a name of a show. <laughs> yeah, what uh, if this turns. The, call me the sensitive one. Well, no, I just, it's a little on the nose. That's all. <laughs> this could really turn into something where people like the governor like might listen. It's not like I'm calling it three fat guys drinking beer. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I know that's true, but you didn't have to say it out loud. Come on. Come on. Sure. So I'm. Mean, we have to find, yeah, we're still searching for that perfect moniker. Because once we actually have that, you know, I can start getting stuff produced. We can get the t-shirts made, yes. get the koozies. Um Start some serious promotion. Get the get this thing. I mean, what what are we gonna do with the merch? Uh, we're you going sell it. Have you ever watched a YouTube video with your kid? Uh, like no, like unspeakable not. and Preston and I don't Moose know. and Shark and all these guys. <laughs> that, <laughs> what? Never heard of any of these. Oh man, yeah. The, so it's, it's videos of guys playing you Minecraft. You don't oh, you don't let okay. your child run roughshod over an iPad for the majority of the day. iPad. This like is it. my main television. <laughs> <laughs> they run the show. You just let the inmates run the asylum, right? Yes. Well, for the most part, it's it's decent content. Thankfully, the caucuses are over. I don't know how much money oh, the, right. the Democrat candidates yes. spent yeah. to try to talk my 11-year-old and my 9-year-old into voting for them. Well, Unbelievable. See, that was, well, they were planting ta- the seed, though. That was mostly Yang Gang, right? It was a ton. Universal Yang basic income. I, I think, planted yep. the seed. I think uh, Tom Steyer to was in there. Yep. Tom just like, hey, yeah, too. look at his belt. Ooh. Look at his belt. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, before we sign off in this first segment, why don't you talk a little bit? First, first people could find us on Facebook. Now we're like legitimate? We are legitimate now. Uh, I was just pulled up our app. We're on the. Uh, app called Anchor, Anchor FM. Um, it will be, uh, it, it, it's a platform that allows us to be shared to multiple different streaming platforms. Uh, we are now on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, um, and there's like half a dozen other ones. And our first episode, well, I, I should actually. If I were to take a realistic look, because it makes me feel better, we have uh, 43 listens yes. on, on the Since app. Since we put it on Anchor, right? Right. And Which there was, was a thousand or some. 
on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, people clamored to listen to it immediately Friday night. And then I, I think it was the repeat listens or mostly right. the 43. Yeah. And there, the were, there were some people that were having uh, problems. And, and I guess I'll admit that I was probably just so excited to actually have it done and figure out, like, you know, like all of a sudden we went from an idea to having an hour's worth of actual content. I was just super pumped about that. Um, but yeah, the, we had a 130 page views at least of the the stuff on the Facebook before we switched it over to the Anchor app. So so any advertisers listening, that's 173 <laughs> people. Yeah. And well, hyper-local. Hyper five, five days? That's great. Yeah. yeah. Could be worse. It's right. only going to get better. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Can it get worse? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at it. We're in high fidelity now. We're, we're pert near... Three quarters of the way there. I like it. I like it. Mm -hmm. So this will be where we take our first break. Uh, Coming up, we'll talk a little bit about, obviously, the uh, governor came out yesterday. So we're recording this on Tuesday, came out Monday, and uh, basically shut down everything. Uh, Did you find it interesting that they made it a point to single out, like, the adult entertainment stores and like the tobacco and vaping stores. And was it that they didn't fit into a category or, but anyway, the governor comes out and closes just like a slew of businesses that are, I guess in her words, non-essential close down the parks as we sit here on the 75 degree day. So uh, we'll take our first break and we'll talk about how we deal with that next. Lake Huron Rose Superior sings In the rooms of her ice water mansion Old Michigan steams like a young man's dreams The islands and bays are for sportsmen Boy, Mitch has one beer and he just turns into a lush. <laughs> Who wanted to suck a beer? Wait, no, what? <laughs> hey, your, your fridge is broken! <laughs> We unplugged it because it makes a bunch of noise while recording a podcast. I wasn't thinking. It, it, it was apparent. Did you Whatever. did you lose a sale today on like a half a million dollar combine that's because, just bothering yeah, you? Because you didn't add a zero or something like, oh, no, that's fine. Your trade-in's worth 300000 no. Oh, my God. No, I had a good day today. So, I don't know. So, do farmers worry about COVID when they're on the field? Yeah, a lot of people are freaked out by it. Um, we've had people that come in the door with a check and like stand by the door and insist yeah. that we come and get it. Hmm. And like, I'm going to set it here. Come, 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 get this from me. Hmm. And so, you said, "Well, all right, as long as a check, as long as a check." Uh, yeah, normally I'm concerned that that it's for the wrong amount or <laughs> they're trying to pull something. But no. So I actually. Um, We'll see how this goes over, but so in my business, we have a lot of, of connections with Gina. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Gina. That's not the first time it didn't sound. Yeah, friends in China. <laughs> uh, we have a lot, a lot of connections over there uh, for what we do, you know, 
you know, a lot of what we do is cell phone repair. So a lot of our parts come from there, obviously. They're all mm-hmm. made there. Heck, anything with a, a motherboard in it is pretty much made in China anymore. So we have uh, some suppliers that we deal with and, and um, factories and that sort of thing. And what we found now is that the suppliers are now switching, you know, because you can't let a good pandemic go to waste. They're switching over some of their manufacturing capacity to um, masks and sanitizer. So I actually have 100 bottles of hand sanitizer and about a thousand masks coming from China right now. That'll to, come in boxes marked as computer parts. <laughs> I, because, I can't. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're going on eBay then? No, no, oh. no, no. They're for oh. use locally. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not, I certainly not trying to get rich off the deal, but I, I can't give it all away because it's, you know, several thousand dollars worth of product, but I will certainly, well, yeah. So th- that's the thing is that the stuff is so dirt cheap. You know, you look at it like, oh, you know, it only takes a few cents to get this or that. Mm-hmm. It costs like a thousand dollars to ship it. And that's just because of how crazy COVID has, you know, how, how that has, uh, right. B- b- influence the marketplace and and how that shipping stuff goes so i'm still waiting to see if the stuff comes in and i oh if it shows up or if it's like that hay feeder i bought during the week of christmas that i sent to you guys and said look at this hay feeder guys this is a great price maybe you could have uh, aaron draft a passive aggressive email to the chinese to see if that motivates them hey, to get your hey, stuff hey just over checking here. to see if uh, i'm know, worried about your well-being are you having any health issues and, and maybe because that's the only reason I could think of why I haven't gotten my stuff yet. <laughs> you hey must, man, you it, must it, either be dead or dying. It just about worked. <laughs> it just about <laughs> gave me. You almost did you got guys, him into doing theater. what he said he did. Did you guys ever do the whole like Chinese like buy a football jersey thing? Yeah, I know Aaron didn't, but I guess I'm. No, I have I'm, no idea what you're talking about. Um, we've. I remember when I was probably in my. Late teens, early twenties, you know, you'd have that one friend is like, "Oh, I found this like Chinese place knockoff mail order thing where you can get a legit jersey that should cost two hundred bucks for like sixty and." Uh, I not that specifically, but I was kind of a relatively early adopter of Amazon and stuff like sure. that in college, and I remember ordering stuff on there, thinking, "Oh, what a deal." And then it shows up, and it's like, oh, that's uh-huh. not what it <laughs> yeah, looks that... like in the picture. It looked different in the pictures. Oh, man. But we're looking at how the, with the governor having come out yesterday and closing down pretty near everything, pool halls, uh, like uh, any sort of social clubs, supposedly golf courses, although I see people out there all the time. I don't know how that whole deal's going to go. Yet today, even? Yeah. Really? Yeah, we did a, a service call at one, and uh, they said that their um, their volume was at that of midsummer, which I can understand. If you don't have boo else to do mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. you're, you're stuck, like, and it's a 75-degree day. Right. If I didn't have to have like a real mm-hmm. job where I had to work... 
Shoot, I would walk the golf course. Or if your business had laid you off because they're not able to work. Right. Right. Yeah. Thank not you. everyone thank out you there for, does not have a real job. Yes. Thank you for. <clears throat> I'm sure there are for, for getting my six on that. I appreciate that. I'm here for you, buddy. <laughs> but if you were like a lazy bum like everybody who was out golfing today, yeah. Right. Who don't? That's care. what you meant. That's what you meant. <laughs> See, now Mitch is really uh, chomping at the bit to turn the tables on you from no, no, section not. three just, of episode uh, one. <laughs> I, I don't know why you would point it all at me. I don't remember anything. <laughs> A likely story. <laughs> Was I yeah. even there? Yeah, he's, he gets three 89 calorie beers at him and it's just like, oh, I'm going to carry him out to the vehicle. Hey, those things are 2.2% alcohol, buddy. It's roughly the equivalent of using mouthwash in the morning. <laughs> Easy with the Listerine, buddy. It's like if or you ate, ate one beer brought, that would yep. be the equivalent Ooh, of drinking those beers. I'm feeling a little light in the head. So, yeah, our, you know, our lives, some like the three of us here, like today, we all worked. We did. Um, but a, a place I was at this afternoon, a guy came in and, yeah, he just said, I'm bored out of my mind. And just kind of listened in on the conversation a little bit. Yeah, he's been laid off for over two weeks. It's not his choice. No. And fortunately, there's unemployment and whatever else available that he can keep getting paid. But that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't fill your time when you, no, when all you right. really want to do is actually work. So you, and, uh, and sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but they did, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, Poet and Ashton, right. they just published that they're going to be shutting down. And uh, as is basically every other ethanol plant within. Well, Hartley's uh, producing hand sanitizer now. Well, I mean, that's great that they're doing that, but that's not. If you're saying that that's keeping people employed or they're running that, well, it's something. It, it, it's yeah, not absolutely. nothing. Yeah, no. So, I'm do you think Valero does them. that for looks, or do you think they do it to keep a I, little bit of revenue flowing? Well, again, I'm, I, I'm I not have, and it's probably not an easier well, or. I have to um, go with something has to be better than nothing. I granted, I mean, there's a cost for running the equipment, and you know, there, there's all yes these. Yes, no, uh, it's actually more costly to idle an ethanol plant than it is to run at reduced capacity. How the hell would you know that? <laughs> Oh, because my uh, own- Mr. Tractor <laughs> Salesman. Oh, uh, well, uh, actually, well, actually, because I most a lot of the ethanol plants around here are owned by farmers. They're shareholders. Sure. Them. So yeah. I know several people who serve on boards of ethanol plants. And yeah, and they earlier this year, due to other circumstances prior to COVID and whatever, a lot of them were running at half capacity because it was cheaper for them in the long run to redone to run at reduced capacity than it was to completely shut down. Did you see the story about the uh, mask manufacturer down in Texas? I did. I did. And this was something that just, it. I saw it this morning and it floored me. Do you know what I'm talking about, Aaron? Uh, no. All right. So background is in uh, somewhere in the Dallas area, there is a manufacturer of uh, face masks, like the surgical masks, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it was the, the headline of the story was, what do we need right now? Masks. What is this guy doing? Working nine to five and not open at nights or not running the factory at nights, not running the factory on weekends. Why? Because F you, that's why. 
Well, yeah, but he didn't. I mean, that no, was a very no, good explanation. Oh no, and, and I, I'm getting to that, and I I 100 percent agree. So, the synopsis of the article was he did this one time before, or several times before. Well, SARS H1N1. Yes. So, obviously, we talk about China, China, and we talk about how much cheaper. Well, everything is there because. Uh, they don't have, they don't care about human rights, they don't care about pollution, they don't have regulation, so that's all about bottom dollar, right? So, uh, this particular manufacturer was trying to get, you know, he his main uh, source of revenue was hospitals, and there were hospital buying groups that would be buying up uh, materials, and he just, he could not compete with the Chinese market. Then... A pandemic comes, as Mitch mentioned, uh, H1N1, there was SARS, a couple other deals, where he's like, all right, finally, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll ramp up production, we'll go 24-7, and then the pandemic stops, they get it under control, and then what happens? Uh, thanks, buddy, we'll see you, uh, we're going to go back to China now. The way it read, some of them had even promised, more or less on a handshake type right. of deal, but hey, we'll keep buying from you when this is all over because we know you're a reliable supplier and you were here for us when we needed you. And of course, when the rubber met the road, no, nowhere to be found. And it was like, what, two cents versus five cents yes, or something. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you it know. just, it all came down to the bottom line. And so he said, I, uh, you know, we talk about, and then what started me on down this road, you were talking about the, the costs of running materials and stuff like that, say for an ethanol plant. Well, he's got those costs too. And then, you know, he didn't want to have to go through hiring a bunch of staff, getting them trained. And then all of a sudden, once the pandemic is done, having to lay them off again, they had, there was a very uh, telling photo of like a stack of cubicle walls that were just sitting there. He's like, yeah, I call this my hall of death because that's where all these jobs left. So right now, well, uh, so he talked about uh, having to uh, having gone through a number of lobbying efforts to say, "Hey, let's not put all of our eggs in the Chinese basket. Right. Let's bring some of this stuff home." And everyone said, "Yeah, well, well you know, we'd like to, but it was just so darn cheap." And they gave him some plaques and right, uh, yeah, he got, little, he, got he, he got a, a proclamation from Obama. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. and uh, I don't remember who else. And they came and appeared and shook his hand and yep. for a photo op. Didn't actually do anything nope. to help the guy, but yeah, but so have you seen come around on social media? All right, when this is all said and done, this coronavirus, let's all buy American. Let's all support our yeah. main street. Let's all do this and do that because that's really what's right. Yeah, that isn't going to happen. No, you're it right. It ain't going to happen for maybe a day. I'll buy one thing local and I'll go, I could have gotten that at Walmart or uh, on the internet for substantially less. I've, I, I don't know. I think there's I a don't certain think amount of changes. people. I'm not saying it's a sea change. That everybody's all of a sudden gonna but, fire up, you know, their textile mills again no, when, or whatever. But when this is, when this is done, life is back to normal, and everyone's looking for the cheapest thing. And if it comes at a less quality, whatever, I'll buy two. I can buy if, one in six years. There is going, there's always going to be that aspect, and I think that's why you have 
the Dollar Generals and the Walmarts and the 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 price leaders, the loss leaders to try and get you in there and and do that. So then what what do you do? How 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 do you stem that tide? I, I can count on one hand the number of times that um, in my business that someone's come in and said, hey, do you have any computers that were made in America? And my guys, of course, they're teenagers, well, not teenagers, but early 20s, late teens, early 20s, I suppose. And and they chuckled. <laughs> no, that it doesn't work that way. And I, I so me being the older guy, I'd come up like, no, well, you have to understand, we did have Gateway at one time. While they didn't make the computers, they at least assembled them, put their name on it, and, and that sort of thing. But um, you know what the average age of someone who asked about something made in America it was double who where we are right now. We'll just say that. And if you want to be the pure capitalist, you would say the fact that we can get things built cheaper out of China is better for you because you're spending less money and you can then you can go and get the better or the bigger product, more product, whatever. So you can argue it from a bunch of different directions. And I'm not saying the geese family will go back to buying everything off the internet because yeah, everybody's gonna have their own story. But I just think it's silly to think that as America, we're gonna work. Sorry, we're gonna come back and we're gonna be America. It's we're gonna, gonna be buy local. Just a completely different, different, yeah, scene change. No. It's not. You know what? No. After September 11th, we're gonna come together and this is really gonna reshape American politics for a week or a couple months, I suppose. You know, this isn't gonna reshape American politics, and it's not gonna reshape how the American customer purchases products. I wouldn't say it would reshape it. I think <clears throat> I think this will be in the back of some people's minds, though. It'll help. It'll help. But it won't. I don't it, think it'll be the answer. I don't think it's realistic to make every trinket here. We're not. We're never going to go back to that. And I don't know that that's a good use of and our the, the only resources. Way, the only. Okay. Right, let, let's let, let's let's take it a step further inward. All right. Let's talk about. All of the different businesses that are now uh, in danger of closing uh, in our in our downtown, well, in our just in our society in general, you know, uh, people pledge. They pledge. Oh, you know, yeah, no, let's let's do this, let's do this. But um, your Amazon example from earlier. I mean, yeah, it just, but yeah, I could. I could also click a button. And I, I still use Amazon. I'll admit it. I'm not ashamed to say that. Mostly for things that I can't buy in Shelton. Because not every single thing that I want or need is available in Shelton. I agree with that. I mean, that that's reality. Okay? I wish it were. Mm-hmm. I would rather buy everything here in Shelton. But not everything I want or need can be purchased here. So what's more convenient for me? Do you feel that... There is a impetus that needs to be put on the retailer to more accurately or to better suit the needs of their customer, to become more dynamic, to make, uh, to, to try and meet the customer halfway in the middle and say, hey, we're going to try and do something online. We'll, we'll try and, and, and you know, bridge that gap a little bit. Well, you can try to do that, but you still have the buying power you have as right? a small Main Street business. And well, and, and, and I guess I, I bring up that 
that particular argument just because you use the word convenience. Mm-hmm. So it, convenience, will you pay for convenience or is it convenience plus price? And I, I'm not, I, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm, I'm more asking this metaphorically than I am to you, Mitch Geese. But I think, and I, I obviously, this is something very near and dear to me. It's just, we, we, we are victims of showrooming every day. Showrooming, if you're not uh, familiar, is the art of going in somewhere, asking a bunch of questions, letting someone talk to you and teach you about uh, all, all there is to know about a product and then going online to buy it. Deal with it all the time. But um, when it was so when I started my business, I knew, you know, so I'm from the city. I'm used to 24 seven, get what you want, where you want. You know, it's, it's you don't there's no like, oh, hey, I can sure order that for. No, no, that's fine. I'll go. I'll, I'll go next door. That's mm-hmm. it's. So when I started my business, I had to kind of make a, a pact with myself to say, like, all right. If I'm going to do this, I have to try and, granted, I was naive as the day is long. So stupid. So stupid. Oh, Wayne, run. Go run. You can get paid to sell tractors. It's an easy (laughs) gig. I know people who do it. Just run. But anyway... Uh, one of the reasons why I, I wanted to get into this business was because I knew that there's got to be some sort of balance between, uh, you know, you, you don't have the buying power, like you said, but at least having the accessibility. We, you know, a number of things that we have for sale, we have available online. We have online chat. We have text. We have uh, all these different avenues to try and and make it easier for the customer. But end of the day, what does it come down to? They still have to vote with their wallet. I can make it. I can uh, basically draw you a map and and push you around in a wheelchair to get you to the door. But if my trinket is 15 cents more than China's trinket, you're going to take that one. And that's the and, and again, I'm not I, I know I'm looking at you, Mitch, and I, I don't mean you necessarily i just more mean uh that that's that's what uh, us as retailers that's what we're up against but yeah i experienced that myself and uh what do they do that they sell tractors on amazon no but (laughs) people can go anywhere and buy a used (laughs) tractor literally john yeah but but sometimes people need to feel the pain of of not buying locally meaning all right uh we have a ford and dodge jeep dealer here in town right right and and a lot of people go to Sioux Falls and buy the same yeah. brand of vehicles, or less and that's fine. A, There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. But they'll say, "Well, hey, uh, hey there, Mister Drenko, I'll give you all my warranty work." Well, as as a guy who uh, works at a place where we do warranty work, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the least profitable profitable thing you can do is do somebody else's warranty work for them. Yeah. They, There's they, a reason they're selling it cheaper out of their own area because they don't have to mess with all that crap. Mm-hmm. That actually costs they know they'll money. never see that they'll talk. never see yeah. that guy again That's ever perfect you know and yeah. and and we've had to do that with some people because there are things that we cover John Deere doesn't pay for travel time they don't pay for a service truck charge they don't pay full retail price on parts they don't pay for any fluids or any incidentals that go along with the job 
And we've had people, you want to go buy elsewhere? That is perfectly fine. You're well within your rights to do so. I'm not offended by that. It's business. I get it. But then you can't. I can't also turn around and then eat all those out-of-pocket costs that I'm also eating for somebody that bought it from me, you know? Mm-hmm. And people have gotten mad about that. When we explain it, I think they understand it. They don't necessarily like it. But once they experience, well, crap, that free warranty work cost me $1,000 by the time I add up all the stuff that those guys would have just paid for because I bought it from them. Well, it was, was it really that much cheaper mm-hmm. in the long run? And mm-hmm. some of those lessons have to be learned the hard way. Unfortunately, some businesses fail in the meantime because of that. Because people, they, 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 the people don't learn the hard way until that business is no longer there yes, to yes. Yeah. you know but, take and, the brunt of that kind of thing. And I don't want to blame individuals so much as to say the individual is the one making the decision. But I would say as society in America, we have been conditioned to pursue the cheapest price. That's what's important. Nothing else. Pursue the cheapest price. And I hate to sound like this, but there's a certain nationality... And you know what's interesting about that? You can we said we all joke as, about that as here. He starts uh, yeah, up. I'm getting offended. I'm getting offended. No, because uh, you would say that. Oh, the Dutch. Well, you right. go to other places and they would say, oh, oh, you know those Germans. What do you get when you? How do you make wire? You have two Germans fight over a penny. Pretty it's sure all it's Dutch. Well, that's what we it's, it's Dutch. I mean, I'm sorry, Paulina <laughs> Sutherland, where I'm from. Mostly German, and yeah, they're like, ah, titled German, but nothing compared to those Dutch guys. <laughs> you know, so and whatever, I've what 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 do you want me to say? No, it's uh, I do think that as a society, we've been conditioned, no matter who you are, to pursue the cheapest price because that's what's put in front of you continually. Well, well, some people view it as a uh, a challenge. Yeah, I have a Some grandfather people, like that. Yeah, that that just says, "Oh, guess what? Guess what I did to save five cents." Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that this is how savvy I am. I'm savvy. I'm some savvy. Well, savvy is going to make your the generation under you go broke. So, and yeah, it, we could well, go on forever on this. And we, I, I would say most businesses could do a better job than what they're doing of trying to, you know. Be a happy medium there. You, they're never going to be the cheapest place to buy whatever in Sheldon, Iowa. I, it's just the economics are against them to do that. But if they provide a level of service that other people won't provide, yeah, and, and th- there's something to be said for that. I, and I agree with that. I, and I think um, what Super High Tech has tried to do is we just, just tried to make it a um, we had to try and find our niche, right? Because mm-hmm. there's you know. If you go and you try and buy, like, you, know, you we try and sell a computer, for example, um, you'll probably find it cheaper if you go to a big box store. You won't find the same computer, though. It'll mm-hmm. have, uh, because if I'm going to put my name on it and, and at the end of the day, uh, you know, something comes to warranty or whatever and I have to give that money back. Well, if I'm going to put a product out there, I'm going to make damn sure it's something that I can stand behind and that I am going to to risk my name because at the end of the day, you know, we're men here. What do you have? You got your name. We're and if 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 you can't stand behind that, you have you got nothing. It's a it's a struggle. 
It is because you've got good intentions and then you're like, oh, I could save money if I just do it this way. Yeah, but they won't stand behind it. I'm, I'm going to get that Delta faucet from Lowe's, even though it's got inferior pieces inside of it, rather than buy the Delta faucet from Aaron, because I know Aaron won't warranty it in my new home, but I'll worry about that if when it comes. That didn't cost me anything today. I'm focused today. Yeah, because, you know, I'm, just why, why did they have a different... Uh, model number on there. That's that's weird. I'm sure it's all the same though, right? So it's you know we see it too, but it is. And I, we've we've begun to structure ourselves and our service by pointing things out ahead of time and saying, I have no problem with you buying that from there. But in two years when it starts dripping, I just need you to understand that we're going to bill you for that time. Right. You buy the faucet from me, I'm going to feel like you pointed out pretty dumb that I spoke for a product that's failed in two years, I'm going to come and fix it for nothing. There's your choice. but So then I'll take, let's take this a step further. And let's go to the listeners. And I would challenge you to give us your feedback as to what influences your buying decisions. How have, and, and especially now that we are in this uh, particular bubble that we're in with with the whole COVID thing that we're no longer, um, we're, we're, it's almost, almost that we're all back to zero, like on a level playing field. We, I feel that in my business, you know, the um, people aren't leaving now that su- suddenly local matters, or at least maybe more so than, than what it did prior. But... When you're sitting there and you're evaluating this and you're evaluating your pocketbook, is it how much of a value do you put on A, just the general dollar, and then B, the value? Because there is an inherent value that goes beyond the physical currency that you've paid for the product. Aaron, you brought it up perfectly with your uh, explanation about the warranty. If you've got something that you said, I'm going to stand behind this and I'm going to charge you a price higher than what you could get, uh, quote unquote, the same thing for at a big box store. The value is that you don't have to worry about it because Aaron already did or Wayne already did or Mitch already did. So does that mean anything to you or do you just play the lottery and say, well, you win some, you lose some, and you just hope to win more than you lose, and you just have to protect your family's pocketbook? Uh, we'll, we'll look for your responses, and I'll probably go and, and make a, a separate post about this. Now, what I'm worried about is that I know that we've got a new segment coming up here right after this that I didn't didn't steal your thunder, did we? No. Okay. No, we're good. All right. So uh, up in our next segment, our Mr. Geese here has. Ooh, the computer's excited. That was appropriate. And it was because your wife shared a story. Oh. (laughs) We'll turn your notifications off. We're not even live. It was on the computer. (laughs) Wasn't even me. We're not even live. And it's like she knows we're here. Anyway. So. up next, segment three, a little something we'll know. We'll, we will now know as what? Geese goes off. 
Geese, goose. So what is, what is it you were worried about, though? That that we're, like, taking all your talking points from Oh, it. well, we covered a few of them, and you kind of already crapped on a few things I was going to say. <laughs> but that's cool. We're good. But I didn't want to read it, and Mitch... Wayne didn't want to read it because we we wanted to be surprised right. and like oh yeah Mitch yeah other than oh, when is he gonna I read this once already when is he gonna be done no it's I <laughs> so yeah I have no idea that I may have talked about things you are gonna talk about That's so right. I'm so good. so far in my mind I'm just envisioning like a drunken angry Andy Rooney no 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 I'm much more measured and professional ow. <laughs> <laughs> We'll stop with the impressions now. But we'll be back with our new segment, Geese Goes Off, right after this. Here are they said, never gives up for dead when the gales of November come early. Everybody didn't knew you didn't give no lip to Big John. And I Bomb. You don't know that. There song. was a rumble down in the head. I, I honestly pull have that no up and idea play it. That's what the hell you're talking about. Bum. That would have been K I W A special, right? When you rolled into town, you probably heard that right after Paul Harvey. No, yep. not even lying. Uh, are you familiar with the song North to Alaska? It's kind of the same vein. It's like a story song about a guy. Sled dogs mush. Yeah. <laughs> North <laughs> to Alaska. What the hell? <laughs> They're like old school kind of countryish uh, yeah. story songs. Big John is an is a outstanding song. And it all came because I, because you said brought up the shoulders and no, you brought said broader at, 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 at the hips. Yeah, yeah. kind of brought at the shoulder. Nobody and narrowed gives the hip. any lip to Big Mitch. Stood six foot six and two thirty-five. Yeah, that's the thing. That's big not that dumb. big. And no, it's not. No, no. no. Back then I've it was. been there. Back that was a long was. time ago. Stood six foot one and two ninety-five. Big <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Bomb. <laughs> and everybody knew he breathed his last. <laughs> yeah. Big Mitch. Took three heavy swings with a big old hammer. And then and he then, died of then, cardiac arrest. And had to sit down for a while. I can't believe you haven't heard that. I know. That's a great I'm song. Just, nor actually. can I. Pull that up. It's important. I mean, God bless them. Country music. It, they they are some good storytellers. Mm-hmm. Hearing about the Wichita line, man. Yeah. Still you on the line. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to go there, but... All right, here we are, second three. Mitch is going to crack and open, wet his whistle. National Beer Day. National Beer Day. With the big friendly. I feel like that us talking about you just being this gentle giant <laughs> is really taking all of the fun and all of the the gristle off of, yeah, because off people of this are like, segment. The gristle. Oh, listen to that nice guy talk yeah. about things he cares yeah. about. Really, really, it'd be nice if you guys could, like, you know, shop with my friends. I'm like the Andy Griffith of uh, angry ranters, so still pretty nice, actually. Sure. Good. So apparently that that leaves Aaron as like the Bernie Fife of the show. Uh, no. Oh, gee, guys. Hey, Otis. Nip it in the butt. Nip it in the butt. Sorry, everyone needs a drunk. I'll be. I'm here. <laughs> The only guy married on the show. 
<sighs> all right, Max. all right. So as we Take alluded over, to buddy. in the last show, right. um, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll pause for effect. Oh, that's right. You got to hit play. Well, no, I'm not going to do it now. Oh, you add that later. That's well, right. Well, no, it, it, this is going to be a big production. Well, oh, really? Yep. Okay. Right, wait for it. All right. Let's all right. do it. So, as was alluded to in the in the last show, you know, I, I kind of enjoy writing a letter to the editor, maybe going on a, a rant every now and then, you just might call it. A little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But, uh, so, we, we, we kind of came up with a segment to allow me a chance to spout off a little bit about a certain topic that maybe something I'm going on currently or maybe I feel passionate about. I don't know if we'll do it every time, only when I'm, I've got something to be angry about, which, yeah, well, probably every time or maybe that, maybe twice per show. Day that ends in Y. <laughs> no, no, that's really not a, not an angry rant. Just, uh, just a chance to voice my opinion on a topic. So, uh, I came up with a with a title for this segment, and uh, Wayne was kind enough to record. Uh, I don't know what you call it. What's the radio lingo for that? The tag, an intro, an intro. That sounds radio radioy. <laughs> I thought there stick, was a more radio. Stick with me, kid. Term. <laughs> I got lots to learn. So, now. so without further ado, uh, here's here's the first edition of yes. I thought you were going to play the thing. Well, no, it's he'll add it's it later. Oh, oh, okay. Well, God, I'm still new <laughs> at this thing. All right. All right. Without further ado, here is the first edition of Geese Goes Off. <laughs> Over the last several weeks, we have seen some of the best of humanity revealed in our fellow citizens. Communities have rallied together to support local businesses, provide care for the children of essential workers, ensure that the unemployed can retain their homes and feed their families, and have worked to protect those most vulnerable to the pandemic. Americans in general have adopted a can-do attitude that I am hopeful will spark innovation and bring some jobs back to this country that were easily outsourced in times of abundance, but which we have learned the hard way have a place here even if the monetary cost is higher. Every cloud has a silver lining, and so far, these are the silver linings I've observed. An opportunity to reflect on what's truly important in life has been good for all of us. Unfortunately, this has also been an opportunity to bring out the worst in some of us as well. Hoarding toilet paper, medicine, and food have become the norm for some people, making it difficult for those who are still working to obtain the things they need. It's also enabled the tattletales of the world to shame anyone who is not quarantining in the manner that they personally have deemed appropriate. The same people who would have been blasting me on Facebook for vaccinating my kids a few weeks ago are now using their medical expertise (laughs) to tell me why I'm a horrible person because my family of four went to the playground a couple times last week. Shelter in place! Never mind the fact that we never gathered with anyone else. My kids have not been to a store, school, or anywhere other than within a couple blocks of our house in a month. We washed our hands thoroughly before and after playing. There was no specific order at the time not to be in the park. And no one in my household has exhibited symptoms of any illness in the last month. None of that matters. We and others like us are horrible monsters who are trying to murder grandma. (laughs) You don't care. No. Apparently, me being in a public place in Iowa for 20 minutes will magically transmit a virus I don't have to people I've never met in places I've never been. This is why the idiots of the world have avoided taking any precautions at all. People who are honestly doing the best they can do are criticized for not doing enough or not doing it the right way. 
This encourages some people to say, screw it and carry on with their lives as normal. This isn't what we want. We want people to take reasonable precautions to keep the vulnerable as safe as possible, while also not impeding everyone's daily lives unnecessarily for half a year. There's no need to shame a family for going on a walk or complaining that your neighbor wasn't wearing a mask at the grocery store. Doing so does nothing but serve your own vanity and make reasonable people think you're a jackass. (laughs) In closing, I'd like to ask anyone listening to please focus on all the positive things your neighbors are doing to help one another. None of us are perfect, but we can and will band together and beat this thing into submission. A wiser man than me once said, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Let's all heed that advice, do the best we can with the hand we've been dealt, And hopefully in a month or two, we will all come out of this thing better than we've ever been. Until next time, this has been another edition of Geese Geese Goes Goes Off. (laughs) (laughs) How did the cat make it into there? I I don't know. (laughs) You expected this big uh, production from me when I just, uh, when I learned 15 minutes before showtime that this segment existed. To give you my reaction, I would say... You did that whole thing with a smile on your face. So it was not nearly a geese going off as much as it was like a geese giving heck. No, and I appreciate that. And my big takeaway, Mitch, is that uh, you've really changed your position from last Thursday (laughs) to today. False. False. True. True. I mean, no. I heard echoes of what I was saying the entire time Thursday, and I really want to thank no, you for that. No, 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 hold no, on a second. You were saying basically. No, 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 no. He doesn't even know what he was saying. He started this show with, <laughs> I don't even know what I said during the third no, yeah. I, Well, that was the third. The second one was when I was saying Iowa should never have a stay stay in place, and you were making the argument for me, and I appreciate that. Thank no, you. No, 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 no. I, I, no. Excuse me. Um, I'm not. I I'm not. You were gonna like bite down on your thumb or something. <laughs> Getting real amped up about this. <laughs> no, oh, it's no, just no. indigestion. I just didn't want to burp into the microphone. Uh, no, no, I'm not agreeing with you. But some people have gotten so extreme about this that yeah. I've I've come over to your side a little bit. Sure. Just because of the ridiculousness of shaming people for like being outside of their home like come on i'm seeing that and i'm also seeing a very different approach to how you're talking about what you're seeing after this i go to the grocery store and i pick up some staples that we need to carry us through the rest of our week last week at about four o'clock i went to one of the grocery stores in town see radio me is really good at this you never use a name that isn't paying for it went to a grocery store in town (laughs) and i went through there and bought stuff i needed the only thing and i had a big list from my wife the only thing that i couldn't find spaghetti sauce all the ragu all the prego gone so i had to get an oddball spaghetti sauce all the stuff that comes like from italy and costs like 13 dollars a quart that was still there stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) but and I didn't see anything really out of the ordinary. People aren't congregating. You try to stay out of other people's ways. That's what I saw and left. Then I had a phone call from somebody, and she told me about her experience at the grocery store. Completely different. She was there not one hour after I was. People were all wearing masks, and it was scary, and it's just troubling to see where we've come. And I'm thinking, we were at the same grocery store. 
But maybe the way, maybe I'm too callous about the whole thing about how, and I'm not seeing some of these other little things that she was picking up on, but to her story and my story were not compatible in the least. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what set me off on this is that, you know, okay, my family was at the park, maybe later somebody else's family was and you know, whatever. I, I, fine. That that's restricted now. I get mm -hmm. it. We're not going to go back. But I saw some comments on Facebook regarding when the when the city was encouraging people to please, please not congregate. Mm -hmm. Whatever they meant by that. Hey, I see some people over there. Yeah. The pieces are there. And, and then there's a bunch of comments. <laughs> uh, there were there were five, possibly six children. If one was behind a bush, I'm not sure. But <laughs> but I stopped and counted on my way past today in my minivan. And mm -hmm. uh, if there was a manager I could speak to, I certainly would have. All right, calm down, Carrie. Uh, yeah, I was just yeah. Say for that. crying out loud. You yeah. know, it's one thing if it's a hundred people or, or fifty people or whatever, but a handful of kids at the park right. at a time when they literally have nothing else they can yeah. do. And I get a kick out of this ten. Ten, you're fine. But boy, if you have that eleventh there, that eleventh one, you're all you're all gonna, you're gonna die. die. You're all yep, dead. That eleventh is the one that'll kill and you. Just say goodbye to grandma. Yeah. I just, but I'm struggling with it. I really am because I try to be sensitive to it. I don't want to tell people that they're being crazy or whatever. But I am very thankful that I can continue to do my day to day thing. Very thankful for that. Yeah. If I worked for someone that sent me home. I might be bonkers. Would that change your tune if you got it, though? If I got the COVID? Yeah. Uh, it would. And I don't want to take anything away from that. I, I understand. I don't want to get it because I am going into some people's homes that need things repaired. And if I bring that into their home and infect them somehow, heaven forbid. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it would change because if I got it, that, that would flip my life upside down because I would would no longer be able to really go into my office. I wouldn't be able to perform the service work. I wouldn't be able to run the food uh, every other week for the group we've established in Sanborn. Wouldn't be able to make those deliveries. Yeah, it would turn everything up on, on its head. So would you, if you got it, would you just assume that your kids had it or would you? I would assume we all would have it at that point. And I would, I, that's what I don't this is a whole nother deal, but I would never self-isolate. I would isolate with my family, all of us. For come come together, children. That's right. We're all getting this. We're sleeping we're all, in the shame bed. We're, we're COVID <laughs> together. Because you would, I think you would want, because you would go through so much work to try to keep from giving it to them, and you would fail. And then Just, on day 13, somebody else gets it. And then, yeah, then you start another two-week deal. ruins your whole summer. I would rather just have us all get it at once and call Wayne, call Mitch, call someone from my church and say, can or text you and say, can you just drop this stuff off at the edge of my driveway for groceries? Mm -hmm. And I would build so many miles of fence during those 14 days. And I would just have the time of my life. Uh, but that's not what you do when you have COVID. It actually hurts. Yeah, so I wouldn't be violent. I yeah. wouldn't be doing any fencing. Well, but I'm sure you that... sounded like you were about to lick doorknobs here. <laughs> oh, man. I could get so much done. <laughs> you imagine well, being home for 14 days. I can only imagine how much it hurts to having list listened to this entire podcast. So we'll go ahead and put a wrap on it. Um, keep an eye on our Facebook page. We'll be 
soliciting your comments on, um, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about spending habits, maybe about uh, Mitch's geesing going off. Mitch geesing or some we'll, we'll, we'll work figure, on that. We'll, we'll figure con- out a clever verb. Yeah, we'll conjugate yeah. that verb. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. But um, we just uh, we we look forward to talking to you again soon. And thank you for listening. And hey, let's figure out a name, huh? I'm sick of not knowing how to end this. Goodbye. There you have it. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to the Wayne, Aaron, and Mitch Untitled Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, where you can hopefully help give us a name so I don't have to record these stupid explainers every single episode. So friends, until next time. I am never going to financially recover from this.